Good afternoon, everyone. You join us live on the Effing Racing Show for the F1 Sprint from the Autodromo Nazionale di Monza, a historic racetrack near the city of Monza, north of Milan in Italy. Built in 1922, it is the world's third purpose-built motor racing circuit after Brooklands and Indianapolis. Today it plays host to Formula One's second sprint in history before the main Italian Grand Prix tomorrow. Here to watch along with you all on Twitch, Facebook and on YouTube is me, Jess, and my wonderful co-host, Duff Valley. How are you doing, sir? How are you doing? I'm very well, very well. It's uh, already been a busy day for me. I've done a bit yeah. of uh, Call of Duty already, and uh, I'm looking forward to, to the sprint. I think the sprint is something that should be added to the Formula One calendar so that we can do this more regularly in the uh, in the next season. And the biggest key is it's so much better for the fans that are paid for a ticket to be there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Because well, now every day is important. It, position where there are lots of disgruntled people after the belgian grand prix a few weeks ago that didn't get to see a main race if they've got a sprint on the saturday would they be as as disgruntled would that maybe make up for it i don't know it depends if they only had sunday tickets uh yeah okay i'll give you that (laughs) but But does anybody really want a sunday ticket for for an F one, you go for the whole no, weekend. No, you go right? for the whole thing. There's yeah, so much definitely. racing. It's not just F one yeah. that you that you get there. You're getting either F two or exactly. F three nine times out of ten. W series, W series, and, and all kinds of, of stuff. So, yeah, Porsche yeah. Super Cup usually, and yeah, so much so much stuff to kind of fill your day. And then weekends, um, I don't know at the moment, but pre COVID there was always um, concerts on as well, and they try to make it. It's more of a festival than a than a race weekend. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, don't do yourself a, a disservice. Buy yourself a, a weekend ticket and, and just do it properly. That's the way it's done. Indeed. Uh, but we digress. Uh, F1 Sprint, second in yeah. history. We uh, we were lucky, really, with the, the first one in, in Silverstone. Uh, that, yes. That wound up being a, a fantastic experience and equal, in, in my eyes, to the, the race the following day, really. Definitely. Definitely, it um, it got a, the first few laps were good. It got a bit processiony. Let's hope today's not the same. But for those that are watching that don't know what the sprint is, it's a um, hundred kilometers. It's it is a race, but they don't call it a race. They call it the sprint. Yeah, they it's, get a bit uh, ratty if you call it a the a sprint race. It's yes, right, it's not it's not a sprint race. It's F one sprint. Right. Yeah. Right, yeah, okay. Brands. Yeah, you can't copyright the term sprint yeah. race, but you can copyright F1 sprint. So, yeah, okay. So, yeah, 100 kilometers, which I think at Silverstone was like 17 laps. Here, it's 18 laps, sort of between 25 and 30 minutes. There are no mandatory pit stops whatsoever. Tires are completely free choice. So, it's not like normal where once you qualify, you have to start on the the Q2 tyres you qualified. Completely free start, which at this race is going to be key. Mm -hmm. The grid was decided yesterday with a standard qualifying. Um, Your points for first, second, and third. So three points for first, two points for second, one point for third. There's no podium. The podium's only for the race. You go around on a weird little truck. 
And last time, you remember they had that kind of... The wreath thing. The yeah. wreath. Apparently yeah. they don't have this, have that, this um, race. Uh, the, when Ted asked what they're having, they just said it's a surprise. So, okay. interesting. I mean, it would and be obviously... nice if they did something kind of specific to the place for each, yes. each sprint winner. I'm, I'm not quite sure how a wreath fits into to Silverstone, but you may be able to be able to shed more light on that. But uh, maybe you get a uh, a golden pizza or something for, for Italy or some other outrageous stereotype such as that. Yeah, a trophy in the shape of a calzone or something. Hmm. The Golden Calzone sounds like a fantastic yeah, trophy, to be honest. I'd, yeah, it sounds like a great restaurant as I'd well. I'd go hell for leather for a Golden Calzone. That would be amazing. <laughs> Baked to perfection. Ooh, Felipe Massa. It is Felipe Massa. Well, it, wearing, I, I did uh, see he was um, on the... I think he's working for F1 this hmm. weekend, because after qualifying, he was asking the questions. And they didn't show him to start with. And I was like, that sounds like Felipe Massa. What's he doing there? And then, yeah, it was. Uh, Rue, welcome in. How you doing? Are you an F1 fan, Rue? Or are you just here for uh, for moral support? Either way, thank you and you're welcome. Um, right. Let's just quickly recap our uh, predictions that we set last week uh, on the, yeah. the F1 Racing show. So you predicted, sir... A Lewis win, Max second, and Bottas third. How'd you feel about yep. it? Um, right, people, different order. It, it depends. It it's all on tire choice and the first corner. Tire choice so, in the first corner. Okay. Well, I'm I'm fairly confident. Yeah, I might have maybe no. Actually, yeah, I'm very confident. Why not? I think you at least deserve to be more confident than me. Uh, my top three is Max, then Lewis, then Perez. I'd, I'm confident in Max and Lewis being there in some way, but I'm less convinced about Perez now, who starts this sprint in ninth. But it's and probably the driver over the last two years that's come through and had the most overtakes in, in races altogether. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, yeah, as long as it doesn't become as processiony as uh, as things became at the end of the Silverstone sprint, then things yes. will be okay. I can see it being interesting at the start, a bit because of the different tire choices. There is going to be some tire management in the middle, so it's going to be possibly mad at the start, a bit samey in the middle, and then possibly mad at the end. Okay, fingers crossed. For some yes. excitement. And uh, Reese, in his absence, still made his prediction. Uh, he went with Max and Lewis, same as me for the top two. And then he's got Norris in third, which I, I would be his more potential confident. potential there, he's fourth. Yeah. yeah, I would be more confident in that. Yeah. Uh, Rue is here for channel points. I've got, got some bad news for you there. And to remember your name. Okay, well, it's up here above my head. So there you go. That should help you. Uh, but uh, this. Jez Show Sports channel on Twitch is not an affiliated channel, so there are no channel points. But, Unlucky. But you can. You shouldn't have said that. We've just lost a viewer. <laughs> you can definitely, <laughs> definitely hang out and uh, and observe our wonderful faces. But uh, yeah, so <laughs> for those who are watching us, 
My name is above. I am the Jess Show. And here is Duff Valley down below. Okay. Now, this race today takes place on uh, September the 11th, 2021. And uh, we should definitely uh, make a note of the fact that uh, it's the 20th anniversary of the event, the events of September 11th, 2001. Uh, obviously, the incident involving the, the Twin Towers and their collapse. Um, we've had a little conversation about it pre-stream, but uh, you and I both vividly remember where we were when this all took place. Uh, what, what are yeah. your memories of, of this day 20 years ago? Um, I remember being well. F- first, I was at home, and um, just as you do, watching the telly, and kind of everything turned to the news. Every channel, it just became the news, no matter what. Yeah. Um, seeing smoke coming from the first tower, and then uh, watching live as the second plane struck. And then I had to go to work um, in a in a in a pub, and then yeah, getting there and just barely anyone being in. I think everyone was just stuck watching the news, and all us in the pub were just yeah, they're watching as well. Um, I recently, oh, who was it? I can't remember who now. I can't remember if it was at work, but. I'm sure I was with a guy who's was I with him that like their brother actually worked in there. Oh, is it? I think it's a train driver. Okay. His um, brother worked um, in the Twin Towers, and uh, obviously he had to go to work and spent like twelve hours without any information. And finally, after twelve hours, he managed to find out that he was luckily okay and managed to get out. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, and wouldn't necessarily have even heard information after that 12 hours. People went no. a very long time without information. Yeah, uh, yeah. Because of, of the way it happened and and the time of day that it happened. Uh, early in the morning, in the working day in the in the States, just after opening at 9 o'clock. And yeah, in late afternoon here in the UK, 2 o'clock kind of time. And I, I remember... I was in uh, my last lesson of the day, which was uh, IT, and uh, m- my teacher, whom we uh, colloquially and lovingly called Jeff, uh, and he didn't seem to mind, um, c- just came into the room with about five minutes left to go, because he would routinely just give us stuff to do and then and then bugger off and have a wander around the school, and he was a very in-and-out-of-the-room kind of teacher. But he he came into the room visibly, you know, shaken by something. Didn't really say anything. um, And, like, just said, you know, dismissed us. Make your way to to your buses and and all that kind of thing. Okay, it's a bit bit bizarre, but cool. We're getting out early. Let's go. Let's go and get a good seat on the bus. You know, important stuff to to teenagers. And uh, as I was walking down to the buses and out the school gates like you could just hear people buzzing about something that had happened saying something involving planes and crashes plane crash 
like buildings, not really taking in anything that was happening, but yeah. getting the sense that something weird was going down. No real talk about it on the bus home. And then it was as we were walking from the bus to home, me and uh, Matt, my co-host on Two Minute Warning, uh, we we bumped into just a, a guy that lived in the, in the local area who knew that we were both air cadets and had gone flying and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, and in retrospect, made a very crass and horrible joke um, like about how had we been let loose on on New York today in, in the in, in our planes. Uh I do, you know, to his not credit, I suppose, but at that point the the full extent of what had happened wasn't really clear and it just seemed like maybe it was a plane had had crashed into something accidentally and that it wasn't that big a deal and maybe the yeah. the driver of the plane uh, the pilot of the plane might have been killed, but it wasn't a huge event. Uh, so yeah, then from there got home. My mum had the TV on, obviously, and uh, then it was only really the, the the full extent of of what was happening kind of hit home. And within moments of me getting home and kind of taking in what had happened, the the first tower went. Yeah, and watching that, watching that on on TV like stood in my living room with my bag still on like having barely got in through the door was such a surreal kind of moment and oh god yeah 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 my um it's crazy how there are events in your life that you'll you'll remember forever where you were and the entire like circumstances surrounding it because there aren't many days at, at school that i remember that vividly obviously yeah, but uh, we're yeah, going to. Uh, uh, I'll let you finish your, your thought shortly, but then uh, we're well, going to uh, go into a, a minute silence for all of those that that lost their life on that day. Not only in in the twin towers, but at the Pentagon, and in the the time subsequent, all the first responders and firefighters and policemen who went into the the towers and, and lost their lives. So it's it's a large toll, and uh, we'll pay our respects to them here, but. What was your your last final thought with that? Um, first thing I did uh, was call my granddad. My granddad's from uh, New York. All his his brothers, their sons, uh, all um, New York policemen. Uh, and his son, uh, New York Mounted Police. And the first thing I did was call him to make sure they were okay. Mm. And luckily they weren't on shift. Yeah, but went in, and um, just to help out. So yeah, that it's crazy. Yeah, and it is crazy. Like us here, three thousand miles away, still the the links that that we have to yeah to, to the World Trade Center. I think everybody know at least knows somebody who knows somebody that was affected uh, that day. Uh, it's it's a bit. A bit uh, harrowing that that six degrees of of separation is is so close to home, really. Yeah, definitely. Uh, but yes, as I said, we'll enter into a uh, a minute silence now to uh, remember all of those that lost their lives twenty years ago on September the eleventh, two thousand one. <laughs> 
Thank you very much. Now, we have a race. Sorry, a sprint Indeed. to get to. Going to get that right. Welcome into uh, to Grimskulls joining us on Facebook. Good to see you, sir. Uh, feel free to, to share your, your thoughts and memories of, uh, of 9-11. You joined us at the end of our conversation there, but uh, absolutely uh, we can continue to to talk about it over the course of the uh, of the show um, Monza now will play host to a sprint 18 laps uh, and then yeah this will determine the uh, grid for the race tomorrow yeah would you like to to take us through the the grid as it stands from uh, qualifying yesterday I maybe shall yes if we just <laughs> click this button done. Okay, so first on the grid is uh, Bottas, followed by Lewis Hamilton, Max Verstappen, Lando Norris, and Daniel Ricciardo's the top five. Then Gasly, Sainz, Leclerc, Perez, and Giovinazzi is the top ten. Giovinazzi again managed to get into the top ten now that his uh, future's on the line. Is it the case of should he have been doing this all season or... Has this been the push he needed? Then after that, we've got Vettel and Stroll, 11 and 12. Alonso and Ocon, 13 and 14. Russell and Latifi, 15 and 16. Sonoda in the middle air in 17th. Mick Schumacher, 18th. Robert Kubica, 19th. And Nikita Mazepin, 20th. A man whose name keeps coming up with the stewards every <laughs> week. Yeah, I'm wondering who he's going to piss off this week, really. It's it's not a week oh, until, he already has. Uh, until Mazepin's pissed someone off. Um, yeah, I mean, just yesterday, today. <laughs> today and yesterday, I, I, not even just Mazepin, but uh, the, the chaos and the crowding during practices yes. and during qualifying is something that definitely needs to be addressed. It's It's, it's been the same in every formula. It, it's been ridiculous. It really has here, just to get the toe... It's unreal. And I was saying to you yesterday in, in our little private chat uh, for this, qualifying doesn't work in, in F1, but I don't have a solution. I've got no idea how to do it better. We've seen the problems that, that come in Formula E when you yep. you send people out in groups. Uh, works fine on paper, but then as soon as the weather is changeable or the track conditions are are changed in some way and that definitely happens more in in formula one than it does in formula yes. e because years really ago out. yeah we used to have they used to go out and set like one flying lap but with 22 cars it could be very different track from the first person going out to the last person going out mm. sim exactly the same as formula e but obviously you've got individual drivers going out at individual times yeah well the, the problem that you had in formula e was that ev you ended up with a reverse grid basically because yes. the, the fastest drivers went out first and it it was just bad luck that it had been raining earlier into the day and then the track got progressively drier the more it was used but and yeah. i think that is what hampered sam bird from winning the championship mm. yeah because he managed to make up a lot of places but just couldn't come back from 22nd or 18th. Yeah. It was just too much. 
you you were almost penalised for having done well in in previous races because it's set by it was set by championship standings, wasn't it? The order the, in which you go out in in Formula E. Yeah, they may change it for next year. I think they were very cognizant of the fact that it didn't work. Hopefully, uh, the FIA will look at, at Formula One as well, and yes. uh, and do something. I don't. I've again. I'm at a loss to what you what you can do. Hopefully, there's something that they can think of. But yeah, definitely. I've definitely seen a number of um, different qualifying styles over the years. I think so far this has been kind of one of the better choices, but it's tr- really is track dependent. The only thing I could think of, maybe, is if you added in some kind of uh, buffer, like you you had to leave X amount of space between you and the car in front. The the, the key that I didn't realise is that they're actually they have to do a lap within a certain time. Yeah, I heard that yesterday as well. Yeah, which I didn't realise existed. So they're they're not only have they got to try and watch their own time, but then keep out of the way of everyone else. Mm. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard because you if you're not going at, at full pace, or even if you are going at full pace for that matter, it's def it's difficult to get yourself off the racing line at any given point on the track. You've got to in a split second analyze where's the racing line. And then against your own instincts, get off the racing line and kind of maintain the pace that you're doing to try and warm up your tyres and get ready for your own lap. There's too much going on, even for these these guys who are, you know, the, the tops of their their sport. So, yeah, hopefully they can put their heads together. I think maybe asking the drivers is probably the, a good first step. Yeah. Asking what they would like to improve uh, and, and going from there. But uh, we are... Now on the grid, we're getting ready to begin. Uh, just bringing up the the back end of the grid, the Mazapins. I did the, see of the world that George Russell appears to have a helmet cam. Oh, that's new. Inside helmet cam. That would be that would be good. That would be good. Yeah, that was what another. We're talking a lot about Formula E today, but that was one of the main things that we really liked about Formula E was the. The helmet cam, the the driver's eye view. So yeah, if we can get a bit more of that in F one, certainly cool. won't hurt. Can't watch it for too long. You get a bit seasick. But uh... right, the lights are building, and the rubber is rolling in Monza for the second F one sprint. Bottas off to a good start. Seemed to be a bit of crowding behind him. L- lots of smoke. Oh, lots... look at Max go through. Lots of grinding Whoa. on the ground. That corner is so crowded every time. Yeah. That's such a hard corner, even in the F1 game. The oh, Gasly's off. Gasly's off. Oh, there was some issue. Front wing. There was some issue with Gasly's front wing, and he could not maintain control of the car oh. coming out of the corner. And he's off into the gravel. That's a He's got half car. the barrier with him. Yeah, someone else has just spun. Who's this? Green helmet, Alfa uh, Romeo, Giovinazzi, Kubica. No, it's Kubica. Yeah, and he Ooh, can't... that is a good bit of barrier that that Gasly's collected and yeah. taken along with him. Team Radio. 
He's okay. Gasly's okay. That's good. Yes. It's um similar to oh, who was it? Heidfeld a few years ago. Well, once that front wing goes under your tires, you're it. You've got you can't steer. So yeah, you you're just, just go. you're just going forward, aren't you? Let's see what happened. And it, I think it was it. So he's gone up to the one of the McLarens. He went straight Ooh. into the back, and from there it's it sparks. The whole front suspension is yeah is kind of off to the the right a little bit. And yeah, as you say, no no steer Think. whatsoever. Off he goes from the corner. Straight across the gravel and into the barrier, nothing he could do. He did he did quite well to kind of coast it or drift it a little yes. bit, going over the gravel so that it wasn't a head-on. Yes, definitely. Good work there. The so. key is: has it done anything to uh, Lando's rear tire? Hopefully, it hasn't punctured his rear tire. Well, we'll probably get an indication of that very soon, and we just got a shot there of. Uh, of Kubica spinning and getting stuck in the gravel but under a safety car you've got time to come in and and change tyres and not affect things too heavily multiple people I expect will come in Alpha Tauri are are preparing so that's uh, Sonoda Sonoda coming in did you see how quick he had to get out of the way of the uh, spinning Kubica Mm -hmm. that was impressive yeah, split second decisions. Uh, Jesse, love your shirt. Thanks, man. It's my uh, division shirt that I got got free that somebody else won in a competition. Nice. <laughs> yeah, Always be chatting. Won this in Any Button Gaming's uh, one of his many charity streams, and uh, yeah, it's not Alex's size or Alex's style, so uh, it's mine now. That's handy. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> So lap two of the sprint race, and we're already under a safety car, and two cars are already out. Oh no, Kubica look as though we managed to get back on track. Yeah, but, he, um, ju- he did just spin. Uh, yes. I'm not, not sure there was any damage to his car, other than what might have been caused by the gravel Lewis that he Hamilton had spun a into. Terrible start. Yeah, so the, the grid as it stands uh, is uh, Bottas still leads. Verstappen second, Danny Rick third, good for him, Norris oh, yeah. fourth. Hamilton now 5th, Leclerc 6th, Sainz 7th, Giovinazzi 8th, Stroll 9th, Perez 10th, Vettel 11th, Alonso 12th, Ocon 13th, Latifi 14th, Schumacher 15th, Mazepin 16th, Russell 17th, not sure what happened to him, unless he he just pitted. Did he just have a terrible start, did he? Did you notice anything? He's not been great at starts, if I'm going to be honest. He's a great driver, but some of his starts this season have been pretty awful. Yeah. And then uh, Kubica in 18th, Sonoda in 19th after his pit, and uh, Gasly, the cause of uh, of this delay, arguably, is out. i tell you one thing. With Bottas starting the race last because of all the engine penalties, if this was how the race... If this was the grid be a massive massive uh, blow for mercedes it would yeah yeah i mean in a lot of ways bottas has really got nothing to lose he can really go hell for leather and and try and pick up some points in this but max had one hell of a start Ooh-hoo. yeah sonoda wasn't really happy about that that little uh, no 
coming together he had with uh, Kubica. That was so close. Yeah, it, it it does look like it was Kubica's fault, to be fair, rather than Sonoda. When were they lined up on the grid? They went um, on board with Lewis's car, and it ma did make a clunking noise, and I instantly saw him playing with the clutch. So I wonder if there's something to do with the clutch that means he got such a bad start. Who, who are we talking about? Kubica? Lewis. Oh, Lewis, okay. Lewis, yeah, when they lined up on the grid, they went on board, and you could hear that once he got on the line, there was like a clunk, and then he started playing with the clutch. So I wonder maybe if there was a, something clutchy yeah, to, to take cool him off the line. Cause... Not start very well. No, that was terrible. Yeah, we. I, I will say uh, Formula One slash Sky Sports, I think we have... We've got to grips with what happened with Gasly now and with uh, Sonoda and uh, Kubica. It would be good to see some other oh, here we go from some, some starts. Yeah, okay, so the safety car is ending. We'll be racing again after this lap. Oodles, welcome in. Thanks for joining welcome. us on Twitch. Yeah, we are <laughs> Not a big enough clunk. <laughs> we are live today on uh, Twitch at Jazz Show Sports, on YouTube at The Jazz Show, and on Facebook uh, at The Jazz Show and at Effing Racing Show. Wherever you are watching us, we thank you very much for doing so. Hope you're enjoying the race, all of the laps that we've had so far. Oh, yeah, all, all, all no complete laps. Nope, this is pretty much conditions. how the F2 started. Okay, 15 laps to go. We're heading back to start to get this going. Here we go into corner one. The thing here now is that Max is going to get a great toe on uh, Bottas. Who is that? Vettel coming through nicely there, I think, or or is that yeah. Stroll? Stroll, perhaps. One one of the uh, Ooh. one of the Lotuses. No, that's Vettel. Vettel's kind of come into his own this season with um, Aston Martin, just Aston, as a person. What did I say, Lotus? Where the hell did that come from? Aston Martin, indeed. <laughs> I see green, I think Lotus. I can't help myself, apparently. Oh, fair enough. Yeah, wishful thinking, perhaps. There's that beautiful racing green they had for, for their seasons until yeah. they went black and gold again. Yeah, and I do like a Lotus. I can't yes. fit in a Lotus with my uh, advanced height, but uh, I do like a Lotus. Something good to come out of Norfolk. <laughs> yeah. Still well, made in Norfolk to this day. That's that's two things. There are only two two good things to come out of Norfolk, I would say. What? Yeah. Unbelievable. Do you know what the Stephen other one Fry? is? No. Go for it. You. Wow. <laughs> There you go. Bit of compliment on a Saturday afternoon. Huh? I know. Like that. Uh, they are not investigating the collision between Sonoda and uh, Kubica. I think it's it's pretty reasonable to say that Kubica caused that and uh, he yes. suffered the consequences. Yeah, definitely. Uh, no real further penalty needed there. Looking at um, predictions and that, I don't know what happened, but Perez is now down to 10th. Great, yeah. Uh, Norris and Norris is up to 4th. Yeah, Norris fourth, Ricardo third. 
Ricardo was um he, after qualifying yesterday was really kind of not necessarily well kind of angry with himself that he hadn't done better mm. so he's really feeling the car this weekend and massively feeling the circuit as well which is great to see he's definitely changed after the summer break it is nice to see him actually do something you're right yes it's been a while since we've seen him pretend to be a, a racing driver let alone pretend to be an f1 driver so yeah no good on him he's up two places into third uh Norris maintained his place in fourth, and Hamilton down three places to fifth. George seems to be uh, making his way back through the field. He's up to 16th. Good, good. Taking Kubica, Schumacher, and Sonoda so far. Let's uh, just hope Mazza Spin doesn't take him out. Well, there is that. But he's up next. I think he is He's fast on his tail, if we look at the live oh, timing. Yes. Look at that helmet cam. Uh, if, we, if we look at the live timing, actually, we get a, uh, a view from the future. Nice. And we know that in moments on our on our live feed, uh, Russell will indeed take Mazepin and get up to fourteenth place behind his teammate Latifi, who hopefully he should be able to dispatch as well. Yeah, because when as we talk about pretend, uh, pretend Formula One drivers, I think Latifi definitely falls into that category. Um, I would say no offense, but. A, it would be redundant and also not true. Uh, so Hamilton a Red is... Bu- Sorry, you go on. Uh, Red Bull just uh, chatting to Max Verstappen on the radio, giving him an update on the tyres. Everything seems to be okay at the moment. The biggest thing, we were discussing this before the race, is um, those that are on the soft, they reckon they'd only last about 15 laps. Mm. But because we've had three laps under the safety car now, You'd be all it's right going to make yeah, yeah. such a difference. And I don't know how many of them actually did end up starting on the softs because there was an inherent risk in doing that. Yeah, it looks as though Lando's on the red marked softs. The McLarens are both on the softs and uh, Lewis is on the mediums by the looks of it. Oh, dear. Well, DRS that, that has it... been enabled. That that explains why he's having such trouble Ooh. doing anything about Norris, despite being within half a second of him. He's been trailing him for a couple of laps now, within within half a, a second. So it's looking good for Norris. Hopefully, you can continue to hold him off. Apparently, something has gone wrong with the transponder on um, Leclerc's car because it was saying he was last. But he's not last. He is still sixth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I so thought you nearly... were going to say that something had gone wrong with the transmitter on, on Lewis's car and that he was complaining that no <laughs> one could hear him. That was my favourite thing from last race, is that um, Verstappen comment about, is he complaining about something? Yeah. Yeah, it's almost like he was sat alongside us doing doing our yeah our usual level of punditry. <laughs> What's that? Day ending in day. Oh yeah, Lewis must be complaining again. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Bottas sets the fastest lap one twenty three five nine two. So he's looking good for this win, I think. Uh, yes. Yeah. Definitely. Which bodes well for your prediction because you're the only one that included Bottas in it at all yes um i had a feeling after he's he's got 
He's got something to prove now. He's got something to prove and he's got nothing to lose. You know Exactly. He does not have to follow these team orders anymore. Like what are they nope. gonna do? Fire him? Yeah. Um, he's got he's got his, his race for next year, he's got a job next year. Uh he's gonna be the number one in that team. Yes. I would suggest. Regardless big... of, of whoever's with him. So Ooh. Norris has been told track limits on turn eleven. Mm. He has uh Increase the gap between him and Hamilton up to 0.8 of a second now, uh, but Hamilton is is lapping faster, apparently. Two tenths two of a second faster. Is it two one hundredths? It flashed yes. up very quickly. Two one hundredths of a second. Okay. So yeah, it's um, it's still fairly close, which is surprising. Mm. It's um, closer than we would be if this was a normal race. Yeah, we're at that end stage of the race already, aren't we? Like, yes. You, you normally get that that frenetic start to a Formula One race, and then you realise that you've got the marathon ahead of you, and you just need to maintain your tyres and keep going. But there's a, a sense that that isn't necessary for a sprint, and you you can go all out, all the way yeah. through. Ooh, uh, Perez. Perez was going for a stroll. He he failed to to take the Ooh. corner. He did overtake Stroll, but I think he's going to have to give that place back. I think he's going to have to give that back. I don't think that was uh, a kosher overtake, shall we say. Oh, he's still squeezing him out. He is. He obviously does not perceive that he needs to give the... Oh, and he's gone too wide. He's hit the gravel. He's really fighting to keep that space. He's probably going to have to give up. Maybe he thinks he was pushed. I would just let him through and then take him again. It clearly wasn't... Yes, because Alonso's coming up behind. Yeah. And it's clearly forcing him into some some dirty territory. Yeah, there you go. He's just giving it back. He's told by the team it needed to happen. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Now the bigger threat becomes Alonso behind. In their fighting, Alonso is is the kind of guy that can just take them both. Oh, it, yeah, was very, it was very obvious uh, in that replay that, that Perez just cut the corner. Yep. So Sod it. <laughs> why not? I tell you one thing we haven't seen so far, even with all the support racers, is anyone ploughing through the uh, foam boards. That always happens at least once this weekend. And you love to see it because it creates a spectacular oh. bit, of, bit of debris. Yeah. It just looks like a, an old monster movie, just Godzilla tearing through foam buildings on a set. Oh, Perez has done him! Alonso's, Alonso's not far behind. Sorry, Jez, but that was one hell of a move. That's fine. And Alonso's making one of his own. Oh, nearly. He had that slipstream. Stroll yes. is all over the track. He's having to be. He's having to defend like crazy. Massively defensive. There's also a lot of crap on the track there, on that corner, where Perez went off. He's put a lot say, of um, stones. I'm pretty sure it is the, the corner that Perez brought the majority of the gravel onto the track with. Him, yeah. So. Gravel you wasn't can really see... an issue uh, last week, as much as we were expecting. No. No. It was we a... never, never really circled back to that. We were expecting it to be something that caused stoppage, perhaps, and it, it was... A, not a relevant I, thing at all. I think being a new track, people would be in, and with no data, people would just, uh, drivers were being 
cautious and not pushing it too much over the limit. Yeah. Especially with the forces on your tyres around those bank curves. They couldn't afford to make a mistake. Yeah, and I suppose that, as any professional should, they saw the uh, the young guys in the, the lower leagues cock it up, for lack of a better term, in, in their yes. practices and, uh, and learned from them rather than having to learn the hardware themselves, perhaps. But, uh, no, it was good. Yeah. And just reminded I look me forward to going uh, back next year. This Perez gravel on the track. Yeah. But, yeah, I'd be tempted to do that one next year. Because that just looked amazing. It did, yeah. I mean, I think I think fighting for tickets with the uh, Orange Army may oh. be a difficult prospect, but if if we can do it, I think I'm I'm only going to be able to do one race. Yeah. So uh, I'm not I'm not particularly bothered which. If it's that one, perfect. I'm all I'm all down for that. Equally, I'd be fine with Belgium or Silverstone. Any of those. They reckoned it was actually really hard for Italians to get tickets to this race because they were all being bought up by the Dutch. They they travel well. We, we yes. I mean we saw it at Silverstone how well they travel. There was so much orange at Silverstone. Oh god, yeah. Uh e- even with the legions of uh, Hamilton fans such as they are. Uh it was very orange at Silverstone, so uh, that doesn't surprise me in the slightest. Right, six laps to go. Here is an update on your current standings. Bottas still leads. Verstappen second, Ricardo third. Norris fourth, Hamilton fifth. He cannot get past Norris as much as he tries. He's still within half a second of him. Uh, Leclerc sixth, Sainz seventh, Giovinazzi eighth, Perez ninth. Stroll tenth, Alonso eleventh, Vettel twelfth, Ocon thirteenth, Latifi fourteenth, Russell fifteenth, Sonoda sixteenth, Mazepin seventeenth, Kubica eighteenth, Schumacher nineteenth, and Gasly out. Uh, Looking at these... In in Reese's absence, I will just say, as they go around the corner, that that is a fake sign. Oh, yes. With the uh, the Lando Norris and uh, Lewis Hamilton telemetry, I don't think that's that's available for the drivers as they turn that corner. <laughs> just, just throwing it out there. I tell you, looking at it now, the top three, I think this could be our top three for the race because they're far enough ahead... I mean, Danny Rick's far enough ahead of Lando. Lando's got Lewis behind him to kind of keep him busy. So I think Lando could... um, Danny Rick could be third on the grid. I think so. I I definitely think that Bottas and Verstappen, barring any kind of mechanical issue, have got this. They are so far ahead of of the field that you'd really need some kind of major issue to change that. But I, I, I see what you're saying about about Danny Rick. He's two two clear seconds ahead of Norris, who has to worry more about not losing his place to Hamilton. So, uh, yeah, I, I think you're right. I think at least in the top five, this is the uh, this is the way we're looking for the start of tomorrow's race. Uh, Chris Santos on Facebook. Welcome in, sir. What happened to Hamilton, second to fifth? He just had a terrible start. He had no oomph into the start. Uh, and then there was a crash... So he really couldn't do anything about it and, and make up that ground. All the way yeah. down, in, down in fifth now. He's He's been consistently within half a second of Norris since the restart, since we got back un- underway after the safety car, and he can't do anything about, about Lando. So no. I don't know if there is some kind of car trouble. I would have expected to hear something on the radio by now if there was something wrong with the car. 
Yeah, I've been I've been monitoring the uh, F1 feed for it, and there has been no Hamilton uh, chat other than just his um, engineer to tell him that there's potential stones on the track at turn five. That's it. Right. Yeah, and but yeah. yeah, you're right, Oodles. That does mean Danny Rick on the front row for tomorrow. On the on the good side as well, starting in third. Yes, third place. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's a good place to be. Get a great start. Yeah, yeah. With I know it sounds daft, but with uh, Norris in fourth and Hamilton fifth, I would almost be tempted if I was Norris to let Hamilton through to fourth, chuck him on the on the dirty side, and get yourself some nice. A nice slipstream behind your your teammate in fifth for the start. Yeah, might be an out there tactic, but it's worth a punt. You don't get any points for fourth or fifth, so no, might as well make it easier for yourself. Yeah, choose where you want to be. Do you want to be on the left or the right, and act accordingly. Yeah, so four laps left in this F one sprint. What have you spotted, sir? That was a bit of drift in there from Lewis. He lost a bit of time there. He He's down to uh, more than a second. No, just under a second behind now. Which is odd. With him being on the medium, he should be on the better tyre. Lando, lap 14 now is when these tyres should, should have originally, though, predicted to go. Yeah. But having those three laps under the safety car, like we said earlier... Could have majorly helped those uh, soft tyres out. So they're, they're investigating the, the Perez and uh, Stroll incident now. Interesting. I, I do wonder if, because it was very obvious that he should not have, have held that place, whether yeah. the fighting that took place after it would be deemed unnecessary and he may be penalised for it I think it'd be difficult to administer that with the rule book but we've seen them find a way this year even so we'll keep an eye on that Giovinazzi doing well staying in 8th yes he's having a good race for himself what amazes me in this is even though the gap is what just under 3 seconds between Ricardo and Norris Mm mhm they they reckon that Norris is still able to get a toe from Ricardo around the track. That that's incredible that it creates that level of a slipstream that three yeah. seconds behind you can still benefit from it. That that's in, amazing. That's incredible. It just shows you that how once you do get in that dirty air, how much of an effect it can have mm-hmm. on your car. Yeah. Yeah, hugely. Hey, George has now got Latifi in his sights to build up from 15th to hopefully get 14th. Not sure what difference it makes at this stage, personally. I mean, another place on the grid, fine. But, again, pick your side. Where do you want to be, on the left or the right? Yeah. Yeah. Where, where, do, you, where do you perceive to be the, the best air? Give you the best slipstream, cleaner side of the track. There's going to be a lot of action on that that track tomorrow before we get to the the Formula One. Yes. Really pick your pick your spot here. 
So Lewis's claw on his way back is now 0.8 of a second behind, now in DRS range, but with only two laps to go. Can he do anything? I mean, in, oh, yeah, of course. I forgot about that with Bottas with his grid penalty. Dan, Danny Rick is on the front row. He's, he's in the wrong position of the grid. Oh, yeah. And I Norris totally, is in. Yeah, I totally mis, misread what Oodle said. Yeah, front row. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I forgot about Bottas as well. Yeah. Uh, sorry to go into uh, special secret service mode there. Uh, I was listening to the uh, the FIA radio uh, conversing with Red Bull about what happened with Perez. That Red Bull basically asked what they were investigating, and they're investigating whether, in not giving the place back immediately, whether they gained an advantage by uh, hindering Lance Stroll at that point. So it is, it is, it is basically what I suggested it would be. Yeah, um, could could end up being punished for that. It was very obvious that he did not deserve that that place. There was no contact. He wasn't pushed off. He cut that corner. He made the left turn. Oh, I'll, I'll shut my mouth. No further action. It has been investigated and dismissed. So there we are. Perez maintains his place in ninth. And Daddy's boy will have to suck eggs in tenth. We're on the final lap. It looks pretty elementary at this stage. I wish this leaderboard would stop jumping all over the place. Doing my head in. We're looking so, yeah, at final. a Bottas win, Verstappen second, and Ricardo third. As we say, Bottas will start at the back tomorrow. Say so that. Our, our starting three at the front tomorrow is Verstappen, Ricardo, and Norris. So two McLarens in the top three. You love to see it. Lovely. Yeah, so I'll, I'll completely disregard what I was saying about Norris potentially letting Hamilton through to get that better side because I forgot about the place being removed in front of him. So with this being the last lap and we're pretty much... This is going to be our... What What do you think of the, the sprint race we've had? Um, I think without the, the crash and the uh, the action at the beginning, it, it may have been fairly procession-y. Uh, but ev even under a procession, I think having more competition, more actual racing on a race weekend can only be good. It would, yeah. it, it could have been, you know, the dullest thing ever. But for there to be actual points on the line, I still think that's better than than your regular qualifying on a Saturday race on a Sunday. And I'll, I'll take this every race weekend myself. What about you? I think it would have been interesting to see how the um, tyres would have panned out for McLaren without having that safety car. Would that have meant Lewis would have gone back up to third? But um, I'm kind of glad we had the safety car. So it's given us this. Because then it showed that Lewis couldn't overtake the McLarens. That's true. Yeah, the overtaking didn't happen. And under normal circumstances, under a normal qualifying, I don't think you see 
like the McLarens two three. I don't think that happens. Yeah. Uh, with with another shot at, at qualifying today, you'd have probably seen Lewis in the top three, maybe even Perez in the top three, Bottas in the top yeah. three. So it has, it's definitely changed the dynamic for tomorrow's race, and I like that. I like that Hamilton now has to fight his way to the front, and I'm and sure we he now will, sure he will, but it's nice. Well, to we see now him. know that he can't effort. overtake. Those McLarens when they're on their game. Yep. I love that there's someone now hand engraving the medals. Mm. That's yeah. impressive to get something that clean that quick. Yeah. Now I, I've seen some live engraving, and if you're good at it, it it can look professional in seconds. Yeah. A uh, a good engraver is worth their weight in gold. I think. I am not a good engraver. I do own an engraver, and it. How do I put this politely and politically correctly? Um, it looks like I'm sneezing when writing a signature. That's okay. about as good as it comes out. Um, I, I can't quite put in my brain what how you were going to say that in a non-politically correct way. Perhaps you can. Uh, uh, no. You can message no, me no, no. later. Uh, but. Yes. Uh, <laughs> But uh, yeah, that's a, a story for another day. Uh, let's look at our our predictions. I think you might take this uh, for the sprint. So I think I think yeah, I think I can get a point for that. I'm quite happy with that. Let's just uh, yeah. So mm. all the, all the I don't Reece. know Reese. Yeah, I think Re no. But it's hard. We've got to put Bottas in this because it's not. It's this is. The winners of the sprint, not how they line up in qualifying tomorrow. Yes. Oh yeah, no, it is. Bottas is in. Is in absolutely. So you've got two, both... you've got two out of the three in the top three, uh, and and Reese. I've doesn't. got one of them right as well. Yeah, and Reese doesn't. He's got he's got one in Max. Yeah. So yeah, uh, I'm making the decision uh, with your top three of Lewis, Max, Bottas. You get the point. Uh, it's in the wrong order, Lovely. but it, it's better than, than Reese's Max Lewis Norris and my Max Lewis Perez, which are frankly nowhere close. You've got two out of three, which is good enough for me, uh, which puts you in the lead in our prediction competition for the year. You're now on really? five, yes. Uh, I'm wow. trailing you uh, half a point behind with 4.5, and Reese is way off in the distance with his 1.5. But So it's... It's going to be an interesting one between us tomorrow, then, because obviously both of us have seen what's gone on, and Reese hasn't. No, and I, I expect he will go back and, and watch it later. But yes, uh, yeah, there's there's nothing like talking it through live and having that that live analysis going to make you think yes. about it. But we will will reserve our predictions for the start of uh, of tomorrow's stream. Uh, Indeed, and and we'll go from there. And yes. As long as Reese doesn't win tomorrow, it will be either you furthering your lead or me taking the lead. But it's yep. becoming very competitive. It's very close at this stage of the season, <laughs> shall we say. And we've still got our overall predictions locked in a in an envelope that we yes. placed at the, at the beginning of the season to go through uh, later It'll be on. interesting because obviously we did our... Um, 
what ridiculous thing do you think will happen in the season? Mm. I can't wait to see what we put for that. I don't even remember what I put for that. I don't. I've not. I don't at all. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be as surprised as as everybody else when when I read out what I said. <laughs> I tell you one thing. This is um going off on a tangent for later tomorrow for when we both do two minute warning. Yeah. But this is so you can think about it. I want to do the same with you in the NFL. So something like yeah, I don't know if you listen to the NFL podcast, but they do. Uh, they do it for sandwiches. Okay. So my bet will be to you for tomorrow for a foot long sub of your choice and vice versa. That um, that I'll come up with something that's completely ridiculous that I think will happen. And then if you come up with something as well. That's fine. We can absolutely do that. Uh, we do hold a prediction competition. And uh, as the, the, the stand-in host tomorrow, you will get to, to give your predictions as well. But uh, you, you basically would like to throw in a, a bold kind of prediction yeah. Yeah. kind of thing. One the... bold prediction for the season. Okay. So that we can, at the end of the season, we can see if that has happened. It's got to be so ridiculous that it's not can't happen in like week one. It's going to be something that happens throughout the 17 weeks, 18 okay. weeks. Right. Well, it's a good job you've uh, given me uh, 24 hours to think about that because uh, yep. that's not something that you come up, up with on the top of your head. So that's no, fine. no, not at all. Uh, but yes, that uh, is an excellent segue as well into uh, talking about tomorrow. So we'll be back tomorrow for uh, the Italian Grand Prix. Uh, do we know what time that kicks off? Is it a two o'clock? I believe it's two o'clock. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's normal European time. So we'll be back uh, at about half one, I would say, to get all of our predictions and uh, talk about the grid and talk about this and educate Reese in uh, what happened during this sprint. And uh, f- immediately following that, I would expect, uh, or if not, at four o'clock UK time, uh, on, in the same places here on, on all of the places that the Effing Race Show is currently broadcasting. Uh, it's two-minute warning. And uh, Duff is standing in for Matt, who has uh, other family commitments. And we'll get you ready for week one in the NFL. Oh, yeah. It's going to be super exciting for me until the Bears play on Sunday night. And then the excitement will will wane quite rapidly, I expect. Tell me about it. I think both of us are going to be... Um, it's not going to be a great year. Sad on Monday. For both of our teams, to be, <laughs> to be fair. But we digress. Uh Thank you very much to everyone that has uh, joined us today, whether you tuned in on YouTube, on Twitch, on Facebook, or if you are listening later uh, on uh, one of the many podcast channels we now launch to. Uh, here's Sports Ball. You just tuned into a sports broadcast, Harmstone. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for the lurk, though. Uh, and we will see you tomorrow. Uh, Duff, regale us. Say goodbye. Um, I'm saving it for tomorrow. Oh. That's plus until that second, I completely forgot. <laughs> Ciao. Okay, well, I'll, I'll I'll try and throw throw one of my own then. Then um, Arriva Dirci. Why not? Hasta la vista. Other. I'm going all out tomorrow. Okay. Uh, well, if if you're not here for the racing tomorrow, tune in for uh, Duff's goodbye. Uh, in the medium of Italian. We'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for coming. Bye-bye, everybody.